So I am ready now. I think I fixed it again for the third time. Beginning okay. in, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Beginning in three, two. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, we are covering the hypothetical 2020 season um, featuring the West region. And uh, joining me are Andrew Ketchum, Nick Vectorin, and Justin Bosch. Guys, thanks for thanks so much for, for hopping on and being patient while I figured out this whole streaming thing. But um, let's do real quick catch up. So, Andrew, how you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. I'm uh, not allowed to dodgeball. But a lot more gym, which has been kind of nice. Um, been still lucky enough to be able to work out with my trainer through throughout most of this in various uh, different ways and formats. Um, so it's been nice. Uh, and without dodgeball, uh, there's a lot less uh, time where I have to recover. So uh, it's been it's like been nicer to just kind of be able to like almost just gain strength throughout a year. Nice. Are you doing a lot more like outdoor training? Yeah, so we we were we were for a bit. Um, our gym uh, our gym opened back up. Um, but, but most I think most gyms are open in Arizona right now uh, with a mask. Nick, how you been? Been all right. I mean, without dodgeball, I've just been you know focusing on work and uh, navigating uh, this whole situation. I guess uh, my wife's been uh, furloughed from Disney twice now. Uh, but whenever whenever they come back, she is uh, hopefully on her way back to, to work. Whenever that is, we'll see. Well, <clears throat> and then Justin, I would catch up with you, but we literally just spoke last night, so imagine not much has changed. He's muted. Nope. Unmute, yeah, unmute yourself, Justin. Did you step out for the oh, day? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Test, 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 test. Same as yesterday. I'm doing just as well as yesterday. Yep. Rocking the uh, 3D glasses this time because I believe people should actually hear you now. So, yeah. Well, on the West Coast, it's big time this time. Big time. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm, gonna wear 3D glasses. (laughs) Six teams, baby. Yeah. Six teams. Uh, not gonna lie, a little bit nervous about this one. Um, but I mean, First and foremost, Nick, I, I know it's probably been what a year and a half, year some change since we last had you on. You helped us do the oh, yeah. uh, UDC recap, so much thanks to that. Um, but um, the, the format I kind of wanted to follow was um, I feel like we had a pretty good stride with the North um, recap last night, and that's we basically looked at all the teams that were um, listed in Rolina's um, 2019 championship bracket. Uh, she tracked everything, so. <clears throat> I think kind of try to remember what, uh, you know, from the shakeups episode that me and Justin did and some of the big team announcements, we can probably go maybe line by line and revisit each team and kind of talk about, you know, are they still hypothetically there? Um, what's the likelihood of them coming back? I mean, if we look at crisis, I mean, catch them. Would, would crisis have returned this year? Do you think? And we're going to pretend uh, COVID never happened. So that's yeah, probably yeah. the best so way to preface if, it. Yeah, if COVID never happened, uh, then yes, uh, Crisis would have been 
uh, the same. Got it. And I, I think it's safe to assume heat um, would be returned as well. Um, it's kind of like a, I don't say no brainer, but um, I didn't foresee any changes or hear about anything, especially uh, since they had the, the tournaments that uh, Tyler Greer hosted uh, for NDI. Obviously, the big change would be Rise and Rainbows. They merged and formed one. So we'll just kind of strike Rainbows and bring them into Rise. Um, Havoc, they were coming back. Um, Alan Stott had moved to that team. Correct. They traded Andy and Alan, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's a, pretty much a trade. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a, that'd be a good thing to, to talk about as we move on. Um, and then they also added Gage, right? Wasn't Gage going to play with Havoc this year? For Rubber or? Maybe. I don't know. No Sting? I, I, think, think, he uh... played, I, I think he played with them for that tournament or a tournament. I don't know if he's on the team. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Havoc was looking at him. He played with LADC for the Tyler's tournament, but um, I don't know if he would have been on it, what team he would have been on for 8.5. I don't. Then I know they also picked up a kid from the. Well, he's from Ohio, but he played in the East Coast last year. Uh, CJ. Um, CJ Berger is going to play with Havoc this year, or oh. was going to play with Havoc this year. I think uh, uh, Hooch is going to play on Havoc. I don't know if you heard that at all, catch him or Dang, everyone's playing on Havoc. Well I... that's a lot that, that's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean I can I can run. I can speak to that one just because we were trying to get him for Ronin and so he wanted to play with Alan because Alan wanted him at, on his right, I guess. So I think for all intents and purposes we can consider Hooch there. I I love playing a Hooch whenever we're crisis because Brody for like whatever reason like every time Brody throws at him no matter where it is he catches it and it like it doesn't matter when <laughs> where and he tries every time to like prove it it's not like gonna happen again and it's yeah, I love that and then it happens it's, and it happens every single time so we are definitely have to consider that if there's a hypothetical face-off between yep. Havoc and Crisis you have, yeah you, you have no you absolutely have to because it's like a oh, guaranteed fact yep the, I love you Brody but the Brody killer um Fortune and actually speaking of, so it's Lucas, right? That's that's how it's pronounced. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so he reached out to me and he he had said, um, Steve, I've been loving the podcast lately. They have been reminders that there's a strong dodgeball community out there and something awaiting all of us when COVID nineteen is over. Um, I'm enjoying the uh, mock nationals programming. So tip of the hat to you, Justin. Uh, thank you, Lucas, for you know kind of reinforcing what we're trying to do. Um, at the end of the day, we're talking about dodgeball. It's the whole point. And I'm so sorry for butchering your name. Um, I know it's Lucas. I know there's a little bit of a pause. I just, for some reason, just go to, you know, Lucas. So I, if that happens again, I'm sorry. I will work on being better. But um, It is Lucas. Please don't do that to me, man. I Lucas. will. <laughs> no, it's Lucas. You guys didn't know? Oh, geez. Yeah, Lucas. Um, anyway, um, Fortune. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just ruined everything. Um I'm gonna to have to think twice as hard now. Um, Fortune, were they were they coming back? Do we know? Yeah, when I talked to Lucas, he said their whole team was coming back and that he was gonna be playing this year. Um, so they were excited about playing this year. Yeah, because he back with the full team. Yeah, I was was previously injured. Um, I remember that now. Um, I think he ended up playing nationals, but he didn't play. I don't think he played a round last year. I could be wrong. But I'm not sure he played around, I guess, in that two years ago. But he would have been but. back with them in full mm -hmm. full stride the entire season. Yeah. 
interesting. Anarchy, obviously, that was probably a doesn't really count. Um, so strike them. Downpour. Do we know if they would have returned? Talked to the Rise guys the other day. They said Downpour was still going to be a team um, made up of all Portland guys, so they were planning on being back. That's well. weird. That's weird to hear you say. Now I was like Rise guys, and then I was like, wait, support. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, yep. That does it. Yeah. Yeah. The Rise yep. Bros guys. The Rise Bros guys. Sergey Leone says, uh, "Oh snap, video's working." Okay, good, because I don't know what I was doing earlier. But thanks for the reassurance there, buddy. Um, headhunters, so no, but we also would have come back as Ronin, but uh, we'll just leave it at that. So, so who is on that team? It doesn't matter. Hold no. up, let's talk. Let's talk about it. For a second. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about headhunters just... for a second. Yeah, see, unlike uh, unlike uh, what's his what's his name. Um, Oh man, unlike Miles, you know, I, I don't want to talk about my team, but um, no, it's it is we're talking about your team. So, Headhunters basically um, was a one and done thing. We formed that team for Brian Armand to play with him. He played one one round and and dropped. Um, so I, I talked to to Nate Evans about this. I was like, you know, I kind of want to form a team now where it's like at best, you know, maybe score for mid- middle of the pack, but give up and coming new players a chance to play, get some, some visibility, um, work on team building, work on practicing locally. Cause I know there's a lot of strength and, and not only just unity, but also consistency. So that was kind of like my, my goal was to have like a building team. And so Ronan was the idea cause it's just a bunch of nerdy lost samurai without a, without a master, so to speak. So it would have been myself, uh, CJ, um, Joe, I, I can't, Deferia, excuse me, um, Nate Evans, um, Trevor Reeves, and uh, Eli Moreno would, would have been the, the core six. Now, if we can get some other no people Mason. to come up. What's up? No Mason? Uh, Mason would have made round two and three, but I'm still not over the whole Team Evil stigma, so there is some, uh, yeah, I see, even think about it right now, like, I wonder if he would have made it, though. So, oh, team evil. Yeah, good old team evil. Trying to move past it, but also hold on at the same time. It's very confusing when you play with emotions and loyalties. But um, you got to hold on to it. Got to hold on. That's the whole reason why I played dodgeball. It's for fun. But um, probably just piss Chris Bell off if, if he's listening. Um. So yeah, headhunters gone, but kind of come back. Uh, thieves just picked up. Demonte, is that yeah, true? But also probably lost Daniel. I'm guessing now that he got a baseball contract. I'm guessing he probably couldn't play dodgeball anymore. <clears throat> um, I mean that's just a, an yeah. assumption. You always gotta. You always. You never know when Daniel's gonna show up. But then when yeah, he does, you're, you never know. That's that was how it was for, for it. forever. What um? Who knows how strict Mexican baseball is? Hmm. I'm trying to think of his name. It just finally, uh, Daniel Ronk, is he done? Going back to Havoc real quick. Heard he was gonna play, but no one knew really for sure. Okay, that's amazing. I think that's why Havoc has a 14-man roster. That's true. Yeah. Sounds like rotating evil. Rotating cast of people. There's another guy out of. There's another guy out of uh, Denver that's also playing with Havoc as well. That played at Sin City. His name is. Uh, is that Dakota. Dakota, yeah. That guy's come up in the last like three episodes back to back to back. That's because I brought it's because I brought him up in the south one now and <laughs> he's just like rotating it's through just all of them. Me who keeps bringing him up. 
you're the one consistent. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so thieves would come back. Raiders, uh, they were looking great. I have no reason to believe that they wouldn't have come back. Um, Arsenal, we got any intel on them? No idea. Hmm. Uh, well, anymore, right? no. Uh, but I know, well, Brett moved back to Kansas City. Oh, that's right. Yep. So, but he, that would have been after the season, so he would have been on this. Oh, that's true. He just, he just moved back, so. Yeah, but he may, or, he may or may not have committed. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a strong maybe. Um, gridlock. I I think they're done. I think. Joe Fernandez they had always sort of there. Um, I think. I think they're. Yeah, I I somewhat feel like they are. They're kind of like a was it storm or blitz where they're you know if it's a local tournament we might see them but anything past. L A. Not 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 likely. I think we can kind of strike them. Um, LADC was that LA Dodgeball Club? LA Dodgeball Club, baby. Uh, yeah, we were coming back full force. Nice. Any additions? Any subtractions? Nope. Um, uh, I, let's see. Who did we have last year? Yeah. So, uh, no person this year. Um, so we just, just, I think there's a seven of us. It was me, Joey, Robbie. Connor, what is that for? Jamie. Uh, we added Al, but that's just for no sting. Uh, Corey. Uh, no, and, and Sean. Did I say Sean? Sean. Um, God, what's Sean's last name? I think I, I think I know who you're talking about. Um... Sean Kinney. Uh, he, he was on Southern Revolver too with Sergio. He Got lives it. out in Alabama or something, but comes out for every round. He's been working out hard too. Got it. Um, Roybots, I think they were they were looking better each season. I think they would come back. Oh, Marcus Westbrook joined Arsenal. That's that's a good pickup. Oh, thanks, Markel. That's right. Well, I, was that just for nationals, or was it for twenty twenty? Call it because I I think Brett was going to take over Arsenal, um, for this season at least because Eric wanted to take a back seat for this season. Was Eric still going to play, do we know? He's just not going to be the captain? I think so, yeah. He just handed off captain duties to, to Brett. Got it. More time to drink White Claws. Oh, boy. <laughs> so he's moved from Coors Light to, to White Claw now. The White Claw. Um, so Roybots, I think, probably would have come back. Uh, Showtime, Tori's team, I'm, I imagine they would come back. Um, they just keep getting better and better and better because they keep they always practice they always play together too. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, that's kind of the mentality with with Ronan um, and Smash. Obviously, we kind of merged. We took uh, uh, Trevor and and uh, what's his face, the, the weird guy, Joe. 
yeah, Stuvo. Um, I, I don't. I, th- I don't think so. I think they would have just been local, like uh, like Gridlock, unless maybe you heard something catch them. Uh, no. I mean, I assume the same. They'll call them out to local tournaments. Yeah. And that's the thing is like Smash, uh, Yastuvo, even Headhunters, um, bash my own team. Like, if it's here, yeah, everyone's gonna show up, all hands on deck, no problem. But it's leaving the area that stuff gets kind of tricky. Um, Grit, um, Ons team. I think I was gonna say I think that's gonna be the thing. Like, even after this, is like a lot of teams will like kind of become just like all right, look, like after this, like a lot of teams might become just like local teams, and then like like new travel teams are gonna form, or it's gonna change a little bit in that sense because even There'll who wants a large, con- large consolidation i feel like a lot of these teams you know two or three people from two or three different teams are going to combine to make a new team yeah because yep. there's gonna be a lot of players who aren't going to want to travel or you know maybe don't want to do travel dodgeball anymore so we may lose you know four or five teams and gain you know two or three sort of combinations of those teams for sure um yeah, but grit. I think uh, do they did did they disband or because if they if they lost Hooch to Havoc, that's gonna hurt them. On and the O'Briens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they did. Okay, we'll assume they're still in. My apologies, on um, dystopia. Oh, that's the uh, oh man, oh, I just Chris had... Terry's team, right? Is it Chris Terry or? Oh man, I am blanking on names right now. They might come back to me later on after the fact. Um, he's the one that designed the really cool Ball State Eight Bit jersey shirt. Um, man, it'll it'll come back hopefully. And uh, I why can't I say the same Harakiri? Oh yeah, Harikari. Harikari, thank you. Jeez. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I know what it is. I I know the word. I just for some reason, the, yeah, that sound just I can't do it. But um. And that's the other uh, Bay Area team, right? Yep. Um. Okay, so let's see, Markel. Hold on, catch up here. He says, I think. Uh, oh, who chant? The O'Briens. Uh, yeah, I think Grid is done because David O'Brien joined Raiders and Hooch is gone. Oh, yeah. all right. Maybe. Just David. Just David done. Okay. Chris. But still, pretty, pretty big moves there um, from Grid. David O'Brien is the one that played on Team USA at one point. That's right. Lefty of the hmm. Okay. He, yeah, he was a lefty. Well, uh, well, now the fun part. Okay, so we're taking six. I mean, I think there's three obvious ones, which is Christ, Crisis, Heat, Heat, and Rise. So and, and Rise Bros. Real quick, do we do we think Rise Bros would have gotten together and figured their stuff out relatively quickly? Do you think they would have won based on talent alone, or do you think the system that we all know Rise for would have uh, we would have seen that on day one? I mean, how did they do at Tyler's tournament? They the they really tournament. they they won no sting. Yeah, they did good. Yeah. And and the thing was, I think a lot of people like expected them to like not do certain things because they were on rise now, and that right. wasn't the case. Like a lot of them did 
like the same things or almost like more focused things than I'd ever seen him do. Mm. Um, and like I think teams didn't, I I think teams didn't take them as seriously as they should have. Like, I I like, yeah. I there I think there's a lot of that, but yeah, they they played really well. Okay. Like there's yeah, and I think I think that would have translated even more so into eight point five for them. Especially over the course of three rounds, four rounds. Yeah. Yep. I got the sense when I talked to them that they had definitely been talking a bunch, but hadn't sort of definitively decided a a play style. But they all sort of felt like they were smart enough to sort of figure it out as they were going and playing together. And um, I don't think Rise his play style and Rainbow's play style was so far apart that you know it's not like Rise was like super freewheeling throwing all the time and rain didn't you know right yeah a lot of their a lot of a lot of like the core concepts or whatever you want to call them yeah like i um are were very similar it wasn't like you're adding like you know brody to rise right i just feel like brody wouldn't probably fit into a rise concept program or package if he needed if he wanted to but i don't think he'd have fun doing it yeah yeah, I guess the only question was just, you know, would Andy fit in really well or would they rein him in quick enough? But also, I think he's pretty much dangerous on his own when he's backed by, you know, five other stellar players. So um, if we can say Crisis, Heat, Rise, take the first three, we know that. Yeah, I think the argument with them is what order we put them in when we get to that point. But no, right. God, this I think it's be... clear that they're definitely in the top six. Right. I don't think there's any way that they wouldn't be in the top six. So next would be Havoc. I would say Fortune is probably the next team. Not, I mean, they've proven over the past two years that they're one of the best teams in the West. Yeah, and then they have Lucas back. So. And then Lou is one of the most talented players in the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. He adds, he adds a lot of, like, it's well, like sometimes like playing them like and i think that they just were used to it like because i remember playing them round one like when they didn't have lucas uh and it like felt like they were missing like a spark and that's everything that lucas is and he like it, he's an incredible player as it is and like i think i mean i don't even know if i know that he wanted to even pos- potentially be a player this year so like he was going to like he would have been in a full playing mode. He wouldn't have been in like that coach mentality. He would have been in that player mentality, like because he he wanted to. I, he he had talked about wanting to do that. So if that if like if that had happened and he had started going, they absolutely. That makes sense. I mean, you come from coaching Team USA um, to be able to go back to just play again um, probably says a lot about what he would bring to the team. And then you have that consistency over the course of three or four rounds. Um, I can see that now. Um, he's one of those players, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of them, but he's one of those players that he can single handedly, you know, take a team out, you know, with a kill catch kill. And, you know, there's some players that, you know, he is one of those players that can do it. I mean, catch is obviously one of them and, you know, there's a bunch of them, but he's definitely on that list of players that can destroy another team by himself. I always say this too, but for a while specifically, and he did it to me and Steve, like, like we could not beat Fortune. Like every time we played them, like for whatever reason, like Lou would just pop off. Like just everybody's out in like five seconds. And we're like, I'm dumbfounded. Like, I, yeah, like it's, 
he he so it's it's absolute yeah it's it's an it's nuts yeah it's uh what did alan thomas call it a long time ago it's like the lou factor the nope factor um okay so and then even um i think we're getting the same backing from mark kelly saying fortune is for the healthy healthy lucas so at, at the very least so that's the fourth slot we can argue the seed in due time mm-hmm. um but if we're looking at this is where the conversation starts which is yeah exactly you know the the two last teams to make this last spot which you know obviously havoc raiders thieves arsenal thieves so when we were doing the arsenal we're all in that conversation when we we're talking arsenal i was a little i don't know i wasn't filled with confidence um i'm, I'm thinking thieves i mean again adding demonte um yes they did lose daniel but I don't want to discount them. Um, hmm. What's I, the other player that was from uh, to the that Trey? helped them win? Trey. Trey, he's done, right? Uh, he, um, he might. He might actually be coming back. Because he's yeah. A I mean, travel was always awesome. hard for him. I know that. Yeah, but there is there there is a definite chance that if dodgeball was uh, a possibility for him, that he would be playing again. Yeah. I think if we consider him on the team, I think that definitely pushes them into that co- that total conversation of the top six. I mean, I think they're already in the conversation, but it only helps them a little bit more. What about what about Havoc? You're really upset, very motivated, Alan. Is that to the team's benefit or to its detriment? You have Hooch helping him out, maybe kind of keep him alive. So Havoc almost like Havoc consistently does well. Yeah, and we, and I'm 99% sure we went game seven with them at Nationals. I've got Nationals bracket right here. Game five or? They ended up fifth last year. So, I mean. Yeah, we we would have, I I think, I actually think we would have lost them. I think we would have lost them if Brett didn't get a double catch. It was 4-2. Okay, so it was, it was the, yeah, it was the sec, oh, it was 2-2 in that like crazy thing. Yeah. So I forget at what point that happened, but that that game was like because they they always they also always battle in playoffs really well. Oh, um, yeah. They're they're a playoff they're a playoff team, and that a lot think, of a, a lot of that had to do with because Andy was there. So I don't know how that works with Allen now. Do you think Tim's a clutch player too. On the team still. Hmm? Or is, was Kenny done after having his child, or would he be on the team? Oh, Kenny Cox. I. I didn't he? Did he ever play with Havoc? Um, he was on Havoc at Nationals. Oh, he was. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. Um, somebody brought up a good point with Thieves, though. Going back to Glenn. I mean, he's oh, still. Oh yeah, Glenn's on Thieves too. Yeah, I just completely for some reason space Glenn. Thank you, Markel, for bringing that up. Hmm. I'm trying to pull up like just Havoc's uh, bracket run for round one. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think a lot of it too is like the the like a lot of these teams are all e- like they're all equally good teams, but what it's like where and who do they play? Because a lot of them match up differently against other teams. Because yeah. throughout those throughout all of those teams, you have significantly different play styles all throughout. Yeah. 
Yeah, the bracket in which it would line up would definitely determine a lot of things because but we can't really imagine that there's a bracket, so it's just hypothetical. So I'm looking at okay, round one, Havoc. Um they seated six, they played against Downpour. Downpour. Four to two. Then lost four to two against Havoc. Or I'm sorry, Crisis. Jeez. Um sounds very similar to what you guys just talked about. And then round two, Havoc got to play against Arsenal. Don't have a score, but beat them, lost to Rise. Again, how much of this do you think was, I mean, was this all Andy or do you think it was a solid team effort that, I mean, because it oh, also... it's, it's, abs- it's an absolute team effort. Like oh, yeah. That, they, yeah, Havoc, Havoc is like, because the thing about them too, and like it's, I say it about like all, all the teams, like they, they all hang out together, they're all friends, they all do like, they all, they're all doing everything together too. And so like a lot of that, like they're always a good team because they were always like just, you know, always together. And so no matter what, like you could never count them out, ever. Fair. Every time Damn. I watch Ronk, I'm amazed by how fast that kid can throw. It's he creates so much power from his tiny little body, like smaller body frames. So that kid's awesome. As so well. apparently he's got massive legs. Like that's where it comes from. Just because I asked him one time, I was like, dude, what what is it about you that makes you throw so hard? I, go, I got big legs, Steve. And then <laughs> it, it was something similar to that. Um, paraphrasing a little bit. So. Um, he just got. I mean, he's just got good. He's got good mechanics, and he's got a good whip, whip motion. And when you put when you put like that that together with a dodgeball, it magically goes fast. Yeah, but are we again? Are we are we counting Ronk in this lineup for last year, dude? Do, do we think he's uh, Ronk, Ronk and Hooch and uh, Allen paired with Tim, Pat, who else? Emilio. Emilio. I mean, those are. They're solid, that's a you know, yeah. core players. Yeah, and then you've got the, the really good corners. The possibility of gauge as well. Yeah. For eight point five. And then CJ from the East Coast. That's a that's a huge team. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> they can throw pretty hard. Um, So I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, Havoc is top six, right? Yeah, I'm in favor. Four, five, or six. So yeah, four, Fortune would be four. Fortune would be four. Said? Yep. Well, they're in the. I think at this point, let's just get to our six. Yeah. So we'll work it down from that point. And so the sixth spot yeah, would then either what be thieves or raiders? Thieves, raiders. Um... I like to throw my team in the mix. <laughs> State your case. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then Arsenal as well. Yeah, I... it's hard to say who was coming back to Arsenal, who was going to play on Arsenal. Yeah, I don't know if that's a fault on on us not being able to recon that too well, or if that's just. Uh... Yeah, I, I think they actually had a good run in Nationals. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think we have to assume that Brett would still be in LA at this point because we're talking about last season. He didn't move until right, you know, two months ago. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal got all the way to the quarterfinals. They lost 4 0 to Bush. Yeah, Sergio threw up. Arsenal's lineup would have been Brett, Eric, Eric. 
Do they? Was Corey still on their team? Uh, Mark. Marcus. Uh, oh yeah, Corey. Around to lose. Yeah. Hmm. We just throw all these teams in a random tournament generator and then do it. There you go. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it really, like genuinely, I think you have to do it by matchups because, like, it's so like. I mean, like outside of three, there's, like outside of three consistent, there is a lot of mix for that tied for fifth spot, and so if there's only six teams, in that three, or I guess in that four, five, and six spot, that's a there's a there's a yeah. lot of options. It all depends yeah. on what pool you end up in for round robin and. Uh, mm -hmm. And who your matchups are, and then how you place in the bracket, what your seed turns out to be. Because there's like, I mean, there's a case you can make like for like, because running down the matchups, like you gotta run them down, and then I think, but like, I think every single one of those teams had like matches up well against another one of those. So hypothetically, Raiders team would have been Cliff. They would have added David O'Brien. Uh, Ryan Haley, and then who else is on Raiders? If we're I mean, basically, we're down to one spot for Raiders, um, Arsenal. You got Aaron Felton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arsenal. So, so what are the what are we at so far? Who do we have? So we got Crisis. So we're, Heat, we're saying Crisis, Rise. Fortune, Rise. Heat and Havoc, and Havoc. in the top five. So we have one spot, and we're talking about Raiders, Arsenal, Thieves. Am I missing anyone? So I'm looking at the uh, the placing for 8.5 during Nationals. So Arsenal looks like they took ninth. Then... Um, you had LA Dodgeball Club. And then one, two, three, four slots down. You have Raiders. And then Thieves is like 30, 30th place. Yeah, like. Yeah, but Thieves added DeMonte. I think that makes a big difference to them. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference in 8.5. It makes a huge difference in 8.5 for like the just the sanity of their team and just like the way that they operate and like like it's that's a huge pickup. And if we're saying Trey's back, I mean I would argue that's probably the most talented team. Whether they would win it is a different conversation, but Yeah. I mean with Glenn, I mean that and Z it's Glenn Xander, Demonte Oh. Trey. Maybe Trey. I wouldn't. I don't I count. Like Xander. don't. I that was, was like. That's, yeah, don't don't. Yeah, that's like Dude, a hypothetical. Tony, maybe it'd be awesome. Tony, I'd love to see him back out Tony there. Tony and but. Allen. And Tony and Allen. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that was the last time you saw Allen. Trey throw an eight point five ball. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's an absurdly talented team. Um. But I mean, like, it's also, but it is also hard to. Because like if you look at it, if you're so who who are we putting up? Who are we putting them up against? Arsenal. Yeah, I mean it's Arsenal. It's consistent, Arsenal. Ars put, put them up against Raiders. Put them Ars up against Arsenal. Consistently places better, and then and usually consistently does better, especially in eight point five. I think they have better eight point like, I mean they have like they have like eight point. There's more like I guess eight point five specialists on Arsenal. I should say. Um, 
and they like love it like they love 8.5 so there's i mean there there is a lot of that like with with how many divisions there are with what there was like people were not like people were not taking one division seriously as like as much as another so like you got to put that into a factor as well i like if you look at this and you look at the west and you see where arsenal is it's hard to not say yeah you make a good point about arsenal being 8.5 team that's what we're talking about if this is no sting absolutely thieves i think that question um I do want to mention that uh, Markel is saying LADC can make a case too uh, because Robbie can play with Nick's leadership on the court. So I know, Nick, you kind of talked about um, advocating your team as well. Um, do you want to throw you guys into the mix as well? Yeah, I mean, Robbie is uh, one of the strongest throwers out there. Uh, me and Joey on the corners, that's very annoying. Uh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's it's an annoying combo. <laughs> uh, and then Connor also on corner sometimes. It it, uh, it can get weird. That's how we play. It was like uh, we do cause some upsets and um, and random players make random runs. Um, the thing is, we're not consistent. So if you're looking at all these other teams, there is some consistency there. I mean, Arsenal did. Since you, we were talking about Arsenal, they're looking at the Nationals. Oh, not Arsenal, sorry. Um, the, the other teams that were in the running, like Havoc, Raiders, Raiders. Thieves. Uh, we did. We haven't even mentioned Downpour, but they placed 22nd, uh, you know, in uh, the round robin. So they seeded 22nd. Um, there's so many West teams here. That like ended up in the top, um, outside the 16th, the top, the top teams outside of the top 16. You know, you look at the 8.5 standings from last year. So you have the top four teams. Havoc came in fifth with 12. Fortune 11. Downpour, Headhunters, Thieves all tied for seventh with nine points. Then Raiders six. Outsiders got four for one round. Arsenal three. Gridlock three. LA dodgeball too. So um, I, mean, I feel like that's a better comparison over three rounds where they would have sort of landed in terms of points opposed to national. Yeah, that's true. Where you can, where you can sort of get about, you know, a bad seating and, you know, suddenly you're playing heat in round one or. Uh, so Justin, you're saying um, maybe not consider national standings or not, not the national results, I guess, but the standings go back yeah. to that. I mean, I think that's a better representation of where they were, especially considering we're talking about how they ended up in the West, not necessarily. Oh yeah, thieves. Yeah, thieves. I uh, yeah, thieves placed above. They thieves had a bad first round, and then after that, consistently retired for fifth. To claw the way back, so then that kind of takes. That puts uh, them above thieves. That puts them above Arsenal. On yeah. top of on top of adding Devante. But you got downpour sitting above oh. all of them now. And that's downpour and thieves at the same amount of points, so that's just alphabetical. Let's and see. Headhunters right there, as well. I want to look at because downpour I'm... does downpour always consistently does good too. Like like I, I think they've played together the longest out of Kyle Sozek's team, right? Kyle Sozek and Charlie White and 
mm-hmm. James Alston. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any matchups that they played against each other. I thought Down I saw one. Thieves. Yeah. I found it. Thank you. What do you Round think? two, Portland. So this is 2018. I, yeah, and you're not going to see any change up from Downpour in their lineup from what they're yeah, rocking today. Yeah, they'll. So Tuva is going to have. Oh, that's funny. Um, this this video has uh, Brody on Havoc. Um. Yeah, so that's that whole same team pretty much. So we could argue consistency would be on Downpour's favor. Yeah, and then straight up talent wise, Thieves has them beat. Ugh. Yeah, and if you go by like the rounds, so round one, Thieves lost to Fortune and Downpour lost to Havoc. So they both lost to teams that we have in our top five. So it's not like they got upset by anybody. Um, two, Downpour, Thieves beat Headhunters and then lost to Rainbows. Downpour beat Showtime. Downpour beat Showtime, then. Yeah. Both teams won 4-0 and then lost 4-0 to Texas and Rainbow. I don't think any of those scores are true. So, the, uh, I mean, the, 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 the results are true, but just not the scores. Right, because that's showing points. So you don't know. What um, Charlie White, um, Sergio saying he plays handball now. Do you think that has that would have been a factor if he would have played the season or oh wait. Is that no, that's that's uh Valhalla Charlie White. Yeah. Isn't there another Charlie White? Or is, is that his name? No, is it Patrick oh, White? I, we, we know we're talking about the, the shorter guy, the Mohawk, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's I mean that's that's rumor, so I think that would because he's been a core member of that team for a couple of years now, so that that would probably impact him if he wasn't playing that season. But are we arguing like individual it's talent not, or it's consistency? Not that, it's not that Charlie White. It's not that Charlie White. I feel like we're sort of down to this idea of is it down for or thieves, is it down right? for the thieves? Yeah. Hmm. Find the matchups. Yeah. They ever, when have they played? Well, you what said you found round robin results. You said you found downpour versus uh, Tuda catch him. Yeah. And who won that one? I keep going back to the idea that I uh, can't tell. No. Oh. Downpour has played eight point five for the longer period of time, mm. and Thieves I think yeah. like is ascending. And they also like eight point five. Well, <laughs> but I feel like Thieves is getting better every year, whereas downpour is consistent so i feel like i lean i mean i'm leaning i guess towards down to to th- uh to thieves but i mean i'm gonna sound like a broken record but consistency there's a lot to be said about that and if you're consistently playing at the same lineup constantly playing 8.5 that's your bread and butter that's ah, tough though because i also agree with markel like he's he's saying thieves thieves has it because uh, again you got glenn Oh man, but again, you catch him. You're saying we're not sure. Yeah, what do you say, catch him? <laughs> yeah, are you still researching that that game? Pulling up all the data. Uh, 
<laughs> I think I think Demonte just flips it. So I mean, if you have this before, yeah, adding like yeah, I agree. adding Demonte would completely change a lot of these situations. Because the thing is, is like a lot, like a lot of them play recklessly, and a lot of these games that they would like, like getting behind is when they just play it reckless, or somebody get mad, and then like it, like it would just everybody would kind of flip their hands and like whatever. And then, uh, but like Demonte's not like that. So like, is a much, I think he's a very level-headed player on that court, and he's also very consistent. So I feel like he'd bail him out of bad yeah. situations. Oh yeah, that's what he can. Yeah, that's the kind of player that can fit into any. He can fit into any roster. He yeah, he's super pliable and yeah, hundred percent on the court for them. And he'll practice. He'll think... he'll put the time in, and he'll only get better. Yeah, I agree. I think Demonte puts him over the top. I think it's really close, but I think Demonte is the is the uh... unless there's some other crazy downcourt pickups we're not unaware of. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, My understanding is that I mean, all, the Rise, all the Rainbow guys that were not moving to Rise were or, finishing. It wasn't like they were they're they retiring. Were yeah, so who's that? Like trickling down the downpours. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> There's our dad joke for the night. There's your dad joke. I think they should have stayed with their name is Grip City because I think that was a cooler name. Whatever happened to Reeve? He's still at that tree. He never came down. He's still in. He's still in that Austin bar. Never came down. He's still. He's, he's underneath still the, the stand. Shirtless. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because of that, they. Uh, yeah. There's no way they would have picked him up. Um, all right, so we're good with crisis, heat, rise, fortune, havoc, and thieves. Congratulations. We're confident with that. Now comes the difficult part. Oh, we'll we'll pass that. We'll just throw into a, a randomizer. That that. <laughs> just that six I'm staying out of this part. Yeah, this is the part I think that's I'm... the order. I think that that'll be the order. You know, we could uh, we could just look at the standings and completely cop out and just say, like Nick suggested, that's the order. Yeah. What do you got? Crisis, and then heat, and then rise, and then havoc, and then thieves. Oh, uh... Thieves. I think I put fortune about. I think I would put. Fortune. Oh wait! Oh yeah, I missed fortune. So yeah, crisis, heat, rise, fortune, havoc, thieves. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, I'm good with that. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm saving all my gray hair and and drama for the nationals when we put these guys against each other. Um, catch them. I know you said you're staying out of this, but I mean, what do you think? I want to play that rise team that sounds fun uh that's like we gotta get like a no, i'm excited to see these i'm so excited to see these teams yeah like like that sounds like a fun 8.5 team to play against like that's that like that sounds like a good time so i think um, i just saw rolina pop up in the uh google sheet if you're listening live Rolina, thanks for making this thing happen by the way this has been awesome to work with i was rolling the sheet yeah i think i just saw her face pop up with uh who's with us here we got anonymous dingo that's justin Anonymous Grizzly and Anonymous Liger. I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know who I am. Yep. There's <laughs> also there's a rabbit in here too. That's probably me. Cool. It's my spirit animal. I've got an, a roach and a quagga. Anonymous quagga. What? I don't know. Maybe I'm the quagga. I don't know. Um. Uh, yeah. With this. So I mean, Christ. I think that's how it will all all play out. Like with good refs and and all that, 
Yeah, I mean, ideal, right? Best refs, best uh, conditions, best balls. Uh, Chris Bell Stadium. Chris Bell Stadium, multiple <laughs> angles. I want him. Yeah, here's. I, I bet he'll do. Like, I, it, if Chris has <laughs> his mind to something, he does it. Like, it doesn't matter how long it takes. <laughs> but I, we'll get I think Chris Bell will like just at one day just be like, I have a dodgeball stadium, and he's just like, he'll <laughs> <laughs> be it like. It was an end of year to podcast conversation, but it was like a, it was like a great point. It's like the only way the dodgeball is going to go forward is if they have their own stadium that actually suits recording and playing. Yeah, I think we need yeah. like um, a dungeon master and get some like Dungeons and Dragons rules, <laughs> like roll for I don't know, like who wins the the rush. Um, we got a week to figure that out. That's going to be a nightmare, but fun. Um, cool. Uh, I guess we can kind of just leave it at that. And like I said, unless you guys really want to argue, like I think Markel saying thief should be five. I mean, why should these be five? Give us a, give us a reason. Yeah. You got 40 over seconds. havoc. Is that what he's saying? He's saying, uh, he's saying havoc would be six. He's well, yeah. Cause you can't push down. Like there's no pu pushing down fortunes not happening. So you'd push down, you'd push down havoc. So you think that havoc is, six and thieves that havoc i mean i guess you could make the argument that havoc is six because it's the most changed up lineup like how would they mesh together but it's but i, feel like I mean a lot of it's the court and I'll, yeah he plays co-ed with them yeah. it's so it's not really like a change like it's like when pi like when pian and i like when we played uh, uh together in co-ed like when it, yeah, when it eventually like happened that we've got to play together and open, like nothing changed. So it's like a lot of that, like it's he has that same, he's played with a lot of these players, like he's been with them for quite a while too. So I don't think I don't think there's going to be any like, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of that feeling it out, like trying to, like they're just going to come in and be pretty good. Yeah, that's a good point. And you guess, I guess Hooch also plays with Allen, so that there, the familiarity is there. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's always good to like to be able to practice together. And uh, it goes back to my theory of wanting to to blow dodgeball up and make it all re like everyone has to be on a regional team. No more super teams. You have to play. <laughs> you have you have to make a team with somebody with people that are within thirty miles of you, or twenty miles of you, or whatever. whatever Sounds like laser quest. Distances. Oh, you guys are yeah. We we were supposed to talk about laser quest uh, before all this. Um, I'm really curious, man. Yeah, what is laser? Please inform me. What do you mean? What is what is laser quest? You can't ask that question. So first rule of laser quest is you can't talk about laser quest. Oh, the fun action pack game. So first of all, I mean, do people know Life action laser tag adventure? I'm not gonna do it. Do I wanted. I thought about it. I thought about saying the whole thing, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. It's not. <laughs> It's it's dug deep down in there. I'm gonna keep it there. So Nick and I, uh, this is really the reason I'm in dodgeball. Is this guy yeah, right here? Thank you. Um, I wanted this origin is, story. You forgot this. I had to remind you this. Yes, I like. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I was like, I guess this happened. I was like, nope, nope. It was Nick. Um, so yeah, he got me into dodgeball, and then, but kind of before, like, I really got into dodgeball. Like, I was only playing at like Sky High at this point. The high, like it was a monthly tournament that was that was the highest dodgeball i knew about life was easier then um sky and then a, a sky zone uh sky high sky high sports like baby sky, yeah like yeah it's zone. like a sky zone trampoline yeah. yep 
Um, and then, uh, like, we just started, like, hanging out, talking, because Nick would pretty much just, like, sometimes let me in. Uh, pretty much every time, he'd be like, all right, go jump. And then I'd be like, this guy's the best. And then we start talking, and he's like, all right, like, we'll talk about laser tag. Or I think I had, like, a laser tag shirt on, or I think we were going to laser tag. And he's like, no way. And then come to find out, like, Nick had been a part of pretty much, like, competitive laser tag, like, from a start. For years. For, like, ten years. And I was... And I was a part of like rebirthing it at the company because I was working there and I like loved it. And I was like, I was I just competitive me. I was like, we can have a nationals for this. Yeah. And so then like when Nick found out this was happening, like we got to play, we played on a laser tag national team together. That's right. Which was a lot of fun. Representing Mission Viejo, California. Yeah. And so the way they had to form these teams is every there's like about 63 centers like at its yep. peak in North America, and in order to be on the, the the team for the center, you had to live within a certain distance of the center. So and they were strict about it. Yep, because people were like moving, people were trying to like change, like people were like saying they were from here and here because like there was people were really trying to make super teams. Yeah. And so like they'd have the managers of each location check like bills and yep. Jeez. and all of that. And you had to show proof that you lived within the area. And so you had teams moving players and like putting them on water bills just to have, you know, a, a superstar player play at their center for their team. And it was it was pretty crazy. Just like falsifying <laughs> documents because this is real. Yeah. Stakes yeah. are high. <laughs> Well, um, I did manage to get a, a dad joke from Austin Deeks. Uh, I actually asked him early this time. Thanks for calling me on that, uh, Justin. Um, but it goes, my father was born as a conjoined twin, but the doctors managed to separate them at birth. So I now have an uncle once removed. And head drop. Boom. Justin, you want to read yours? You had one pulled up too. Thanks, Austin, by the way, man. Nah, do it. <laughs> good without mine. Mine was just in case you didn't have one. And it wasn't good enough to make the podcast. Fair enough. We'll save it for, for East Coast as a backup, just in case we need it. Exactly. But yeah, Serge was asking about Laser Quest earlier. Yeah, I think we got that. Nice little little segue. <clears throat> but um, cool. Well, um, I think that's all I have, guys. I mean, like I said, we'll kind of just leave it at that. So in case you guys missed it, Crisis, Heat, Rise, Fortune, Havoc, and Thieves will be taking on or moving from the West. Uh, we'll be recording the East recap hopefully this weekend with Billy, see how that goes. But um, thanks, guys, for, for hopping on. And uh, for those of you guys that are in the stream, thank you so much for, for joining us and chiming in. It was really helpful yesterday. It was really helpful today. But uh, I think what we'll do is we'll go ahead and end the uh, discussion there. All right, so that was the recap of the hypothetical 2020 season featuring the West Coast. And thank you so much, uh, Andrew Ketchum, Nick Victorin, and Justin Bosch for hopping on and being willing to just kind of hack this through. Um, again, huge thank you. I can't say this enough to Relina for the data that she collected last year. Definitely made this way easier to, to go uh, back and forth with. And also a huge thank you to uh, Sergio and Markel who participated in the um, in the stream chat, kind of giving us some additional pointers and advice. I feel like that's really going to be 
the uh, not the make or break, so to speak, but one one of the elements or or parts of this entire thing that's really going to help us throughout the nationals because as uh, once we release the bracket, uh, definitely want to have like some kind of contest or some way to get people's input. Like, how would you map this bracket? And then also incorporate more Typeform surveys, and then also just the back and forth uh, banter that's going on in the in the group chats definitely helps us out and puts or points out some factors or things that we might not have thought about um, as we're speaking. So um, it's been a lot of fun too. And also, uh, I do apologize for any technical difficulties from the offset or the onset rather, um, either earlier in the audio portion of this episode or in the visual if you are watching the stream. I am getting really greedy now playing with uh, another monitor and video and live streaming, and I just need a better device to, to make that happen. But anyway, um, if you're still with me, thank you so much for doing so as always. Have a great uh, rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Crisis around running your social media out of the tournament. Nick, what was that? Yeah. What? Plane just fly overhead. There's an airplane that flew through your house. (laughs) Wait, hold on. What's going on? It's gone now. Everything's fine now. Yeah. That was (laughs) was just weird.